Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. While plenty of nations around the world like to boast about their superior military strength, not every country has a high-powered defensive force. Some countries either can't afford or simply don't want a strong military presence on their home soil, and the results are guaranteed to raise a few eyebrows. So which countries have the weakest armies in the world? Let's find out. The Republic of North Macedonia is a small landlocked country in the Balkan Peninsula. It was originally called Macedonia, but they had to change their official name in 2019 after an ideological dispute with the Greeks who accused the country of appropriating symbols that are part of ancient Greek culture. It has a population of just over 2 million people across a space that could fit into the USA over 380 times. With that in mind, it's not too surprising that the USA has a slightly bigger defense budget. And by slightly, I mean it's nearly 7,000 times Macedonia's budget. The $108 million North Macedonia spends on military efforts makes up just 0.85% of its annual GDP. That's pretty low compared to the European average of 1.3% and the USA's whopping 3.4% especially considering North Macedonia has a history of conflict with neighboring Albania. Nevertheless, this relatively small amount allows the Army of the Republic of North Macedonia to maintain at least some semblance of a land army and air force. Seeing as it isn't near the sea, it doesn't have any naval capabilities, but it does have 14 transport helicopters and 4 attack helicopters. Powered by just 13,000 military personnel, 5,000 of which are reserves, it seems North Macedonia won't be taking the world by force anytime soon. After all, when it comes to war, there's power in numbers. But while the Macedonians keep their military spending humble, they spend it well by flying Santa Claus into the Skopje International Airport via military helicopter every year. Now all Santa needs is to fire a rocket launcher to announce his arrival and Macedonia will gain 1,000 military strength points on intimidation alone. They say diamonds are forged under pressure, but that doesn't really hold true for the armed forces of Bosnia and Herzegovina. This southeastern European country created an army right in the midst of the 1992 Bosnian War. The quick turnaround and limited access to supplies meant this country's army was made up from anyone they could get their hands on, including criminal gangs. Despite its reformation in the early 2000s, things haven't improved much. Though Bosnia-Herzegovina does have a small section of coastline, totaling a mere 12 miles, the country has no naval forces or equipment in place. 
Their Air Force is believed to contain just 19 helicopters, but reports suggest none of them are actually designed for defense. What little strength they do have can be found in their land forces, which consist of 10,500 active military personnel. While the structure of the country's armed forces allows the capacity for 6,000 soldiers in reserve, those reserves are allegedly non-existent. But despite all that lacking manpower, the country has a relatively sizable military defense budget of $165 million. This monetary figure has drawn attention in recent years as the public began to question what their money was being used for. Indeed, in 2012, Bosnia and Herzegovina's presidency chairman, Milorak Dodik, called for the military to be abolished in response to suspiciously high spending with poor resulting performance. The armed forces ultimately stuck around, but when your own government begins arguing that your military is pointless, it's hardly the sign of a global powerhouse. Next up, in the last 40 years, Suriname has experienced not just one, but two coup d'etats, as well as a civil war that has consequently brought the military to its knees. South America's only Dutch-speaking country has a severe lack of military boats, aircraft, and even cars, with the little that it does have being largely decrepit and obsolete. Suriname's armed forces, made up of 1,850 active personnel selected from the less than 600,000 total population, might be effective on a small scale if it weren't for the lack of equipment. Currently, the Suriname Air Force has just three service helicopters in its charge. Similarly, for a long while, the Navy and Coast Guard had three patrol boats that were purchased in the 70s. But by the early 2010s, they were so outdated that none of them were in service at all until three new ones were purchased in 2012. Since then, Suriname has been relying on the military donations of other nations, seeing as all those coups and internal conflicts also did a number on its economy. With all those problems plaguing their military, it's not surprising the Suriname defense budget only reaches $63 million. That's not even enough to buy one F-35 fighter jet. And how are you supposed to intimidate your enemies without a jet? Since the overthrow of its government in 1991, the African nation of Somalia has been gripped by civil war. As you might expect, this has made organizing a military a little tricky, to say the least. While Somalia has an active official military of 20,000 personnel, there's nothing in contrast to the size of its population, which exceeds 15 million people. The scale of the internal conflict means a notable part of the population belongs to fighting forces outside the official national military. It also means the military's 100 armored vehicles and 10 tanks are usually busy fighting civilian problems rather than defending the borders. As you can imagine, this would put Somalia at a huge disadvantage if another nation were to attack. And even though it has the longest coastline on the African mainland, until 2012, its navy was almost non-existent thanks to the Civil War's destructive effect on most national institutions. That year, however, the United Arab Emirates stepped in to help fund the Somalian naval force. But even with outside funding, Somalia's defense budget is a meager $62.2 million. For perspective, the USA's budget is over 12,000 times that amount at $750 billion. I know they say everything's bigger in the US of A, but that's just ridiculous. Officially known as the Kingdom of Bhutan, this tiny country in Southeast Asia is more famous for its monks and monasteries than it is for its military. Being totally landlocked, this 15,000 square mile nation, which is just a little larger than the US state of Maryland, has just 7,000 military personnel. Without a coastline, it doesn't keep any kind of navy and has never seen the need for tanks of any kind. 
They do, however, have two helicopters and 27 armored vehicles to help keep the peace. These came in handy when Bhutan went to war for the first time in its history back in 2010. Fighting against a small group of neighboring Indian separatists, the army, which was then just 6,000 soldiers, only just managed to fight them off. But being a country with few natural resources and mountainous terrain, Bhutan has the defensive perk of not really being worth invading. Hmm, safety through extensive armed forces or safety through being worthless to invade? I'm not sure which defense tactic is better. The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As surprising as it might sound, the Republic of Costa Rica has actually survived without a real military for over 70 years. Following the end of a terrible civil war in 1948, the military was disbanded to ensure governmental forces would never brutally turn on Costa Rica's own citizens again. The military was replaced by something known as the Public Force of Costa Rica, which includes units such as the Civil Guard and Air Vigilance Service. The public force consists of approximately 12,000 officers who are responsible for general enforcement, counter-narcotics, and border patrol. That said, they're not exactly well-equipped for maintaining order and protection. Until 2018, they only had 70 very basic limited-range vessels capable of patrolling the country's 800 miles of coastline. Fortunately, that year the United States donated three patrol boats, two interceptors, and four helicopters, though none of them were actually armed. But despite having to rely on hand-me-downs of other nations, there is an upside to having no military. By not funding or maintaining expensive military equipment, training, or personnel, Costa Rica is able to push more than 7% of its GDP into education. That's considerably higher than the USA's 5% and leagues above the United Arab Emirates' 1.3%. This focus on education rather than militarization is designed to establish and uphold a well-informed public promoting stability within the country to prevent another civil war. In a military sense, Costa Rica may be on the weaker side, but that doesn't mean it ain't smart. Following Costa Rica's example, the country of Panama, famous for its vitally important waterway, abolished its military back in 1990. Having been ruled by a military dictatorship for decades, the successive government disbanded its army and replaced it with the Panamanian Public Forces. These consist of national police, aviation, naval, and border protection units, some of which do technically have warfare capabilities, but they're kept on an incredibly tight leash. For a population of 3.8 million people, there are only an estimated 10,000 active personnel. 
And despite being situated on one of the most important waterways in the world, the Naval Group has only 33 vessels, 16 of which are dedicated patrol boats. Their air group isn't exactly flush with supplies either, relying on just 23 helicopters, a handful of which are dedicated to ambulance services. And finally, but not altogether surprisingly, Panama has a grand total of zero fighter jets. Even the armies of North Korea have access to fighter jets. Although in fairness, North Korea is in many ways the polar opposite to Panama. It's ultra-militaristic, devoting around a quarter of its GDP to defense. The Indian Ocean Island nation of Meridius is better known for its beautiful beaches and reefs than it is for its military, or lack thereof. Despite having one of the strongest economies in the geographical region of Sub-Saharan Africa, this island nation of 1.2 million people has no bordering neighbors to threaten it with invasion. And with no need to expand its borders since gaining independence from Great Britain in 1968, Meridius has felt no need to develop a regular or even reserve military. That said, it did develop the Meridius Police Force, made up of just 12,500 officers who are tasked with everything from Coast Guard patrols to riot control. But seeing as the island is more likely to be invaded by tourists than neighboring countries, Meridius's defense budget comes in at just 22 million. That makes up a tiny 0.15% of its overall GDP. So even with their police force containing a small paramilitary unit of around 1,400 soldiers, they're only reported to have invested in six police transport helicopters and three maritime patrol aircraft. Their Coast Guard and the closest thing they have to a Navy consist of just 15 patrol and strike boats, some of which were donated by the USA. So it looks like we don't have to worry about Meridius taking over the world anytime soon. Although they do report possessing four rocket launchers and two mortars, so don't get any ideas of staging a one-man coup. Now, despite being a member of the Military Alliance of the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, Iceland hasn't had an active or reserve army since the late 1800s. This prosperous, pacifist country provides financial backing and civilian personnel for NATO, but you won't see any military marches on Icelandic soil. In return for their contributions, NATO nations provide Iceland with military personnel on a rotational basis, so any troops found on Icelandic territory are more likely temporary guests with guns. This means Iceland can afford to skimp on its defense budget, spending just 0.07% of its 25.88 billion GDP. That small sum mainly goes towards funding its coast guards, which are a tiny division made up of about 120 individuals. Nevertheless, they still play an important role in protecting Iceland's interests at sea, with fishing making up a large portion of its economy. So much so that these peaceful islanders almost started a series of cod wars with the British throughout the 50s, 60s, and 70s over disputed fishing territory. And no, when I say cod war, I'm not talking about a fish fight to the death. Iceland only emerged victorious against Britain through diplomatic means because if it had come to blows, Iceland's tiny seafaring force would have been blown out of the water. Next up, the tiny landlocked nation of Luxembourg holds cornerstone borders between France, Germany, and Belgium. Even though it's famous for being a tax-dodging haven, taxes aren't the only conflicts it manages to avoid. Being so small and with over 40% of its 600,000 strong population being foreigners, Luxembourg's armed forces are modest to say the least. Being landlocked means the country has no navy whatsoever, but it does have a small air force that currently has access to at least two multi-purpose helicopters. Slow down there, big spenders. But the real tightness of Luxembourg's military wallet can be measured by the size of its all-volunteer army, which comes to a total of just 939 people. 
But when you break it down even further, you learn this number isn't just made up of soldiers because that also includes 137 civil staff, 81 officers, and 54 musicians. In fact, the Luxembourg army has more musicians making up its ceremonial bands than it does corporals directing the 428 voluntary soldiers. So if France or Germany ever set their sights on Little Luxembourg, let's hope a rendition of When the Saints Come Marching In keeps them at bay. And to conclude, despite boasting big budgets for its monarchy, casinos, and yearly Formula One races, Monaco certainly isn't spending much on its defense. Despite 32% of the population being made up of millionaires, the second smallest country in the world has no regular military force. Any major matters of Monaco's defense fall into the lap of neighboring France. But Monaco isn't completely defenseless without its big French brother. The sovereign state has two small military units. One is known as the Compagnie des Cavaliers du Prince, which protects the prince and judiciary. The other, the Corps des Sapres Pampers, is responsible for civil defense and firefighting. Although it's reported that Monaco has a combined military force of around 260 personnel, about 140 of those make up its aforementioned firefighting service. That leaves the entire country with around 124 soldiers, and they're mostly employed for ceremonial purposes. You could probably overcome that with one man, a gun, and a donkey. Despite the lack of firepower, an interesting aspect of Monaco's military is its fashionable array of uniforms. Who needs weapons when you can have nicely tailored suits full of medals, right? Now, in case you don't follow this podcast yet, do you see that follow button? Go ahead, declare war on it. You can count that as your personal victory of the day. I'm always armed with the best facts just for you. Thanks for listening to the podcast, and I'll see you the next time you want to be amazed. Be amazed. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.